Hi, this is Rodney Lim, owner and clinical supervisor of Advanced Counseling and Communicating Love. The purpose of my podcast channel is to help you progress, overcome challenges, and succeed in those things you'd like to accomplish or learn. Over the last 27 years in practice, as a licensed clinical counselor and marriage and family therapist, I have worked with a variety of clients with many struggles, but I have found there are three main areas that people can use a little help in. Mental health, including anxiety and depression, marriage and relationships, and pornography challenges, and other things that cause difficulties in relationships. Each week, I will tackle one of these areas, so whatever you are struggling with, you can listen to that specific podcast area. I hope to give you real tools and suggestions that work. I hope to educate you on how to support loved ones and how to work on relationships. And most of all, I hope this is informative and helpful to you. Be sure to check out my website, communicatinglove.com, where you will find lots of great resources. You can also join me for a live webinar every Thursday if you'd like to ask questions. Go to my website, communicatinglove.com, for all the information. Now, on to the good stuff. Wanted to have some fun today. Rather than being so focused on how to improve marriage, sometimes it's good to just sit back and enjoy marriage. And two sections uh, today I want to share. One are some quotes about marriage. I think quotes are amazing how they encapsulate so many different aspects of marriage and how jokes also encapsulate different aspects of marriage. So I'm going to have some fun today, share with you some different quotes, some food for thought, and then I'll go into sharing some marriage jokes with you. Some I've collected over the years and I pulled out this collection actually from six years ago that I put together, scattered through the internet and different books. I'd like to invite you, if you have a good joke, I'd love to have you email that to me. Or if you've written a poem or anything about marriage, appreciate your sharing. That would be awesome. This is a collection and so many contributions from people like you. So first of all, starting with some quotes. Um, If you've seen my book, uh, Perfect Marriage with Imperfect People, I have different quotes in there. And so so a few of those will be repeat. They're good food for thought. So this first one is from Fawn Weaver. She says, don't ever confuse a great marriage with a perfect one. A great marriage is attained through daily effort, love, and investment of time. A perfect marriage doesn't exist because it involves the union of two imperfect people. So that's kind of the idea that my book title is based upon, is really in that the perfect marriage comes from imperfect people, and that is made possible through consistent, persistent effort in improving the marriage. And that's what makes a perfect marriage. Not that the marriage or the individuals are perfect. It's just that as you focus on improving, that makes it better and better. So here's another one. As unknown author, apologizing doesn't always mean you're wrong and the other person is right. It just means you value your relationship more than you do your ego. It's good to be aware of that. Ego always causes problems in relationships. 
Here's the next one. Your assignment is to make a list of the three things you know will make the most difference you can do for the next month every day. For example, one month, I wrote a note of appreciation to my wife to put some context into this so it makes more sense. One of the assignments I share in the book is to make a list of three things that you know will make a difference and then do that for the next month every day. If you've seen the movie Fireproof and The Love Dare is a book, a companion to that movie, and this is a similar idea. If you haven't seen that movie, I highly recommend that. And if you want to really up the game in your marriage, then you do the exercises that are in the book, The Love Dare. Anyway, there was a year that I wrote a thank you note that I wrote on a sticky note, and I put that on the mirror every day. And that was a good way for me to focus on the things I appreciate about my wife and to let her know that I appreciate her. That was a good habit to have for a year. It's been a few years ago, so maybe it's time to do it again. It's a great way to uh, nurture and feed the relationship. Here's a quote from Dave Willis. Be an encourager. The world has plenty of critics already. One way you can encourage is write a list of 10 things you appreciate your wife and then verbalize those. Here's a few more quotes from Dave Willis says, husbands, love your wives well. Your children are noticing how you treat her. You are teaching your sons how they should treat women, and you are teaching your daughters what they should expect from men. And so some personal note there. One thing I am most grateful for my father for is the example he gave to me. As I was growing up, my father would often embarrass us children in a loving way. And the way he did that was when we were sitting around the living room or in the kitchen close by, he would go up to my mom, come up behind her and put his arms around her waist and turn her around and give her a big hug and a kiss. And as, as kids, we'd go, ooh and ah, as kids do when they see their parents kissing. Anyway, my father did that many times. And after he'd give her a kiss, he'd turn to us and he'd say, do you kids know I love your mom? That was his way of telling us that he loved our mother and that we need to respect her. And I'm so grateful for that. That was a great example. Just having that memory helped me want to do better in my marriage. And so I strive to do that. Here's another quote, Dave Willis. It's marriage is not 50-50. Divorce is 50-50. Marriage has to be 100-100. It isn't dividing everything in half, but giving everything you've got. That's a good thought to have a successful marriage. All right. So here's another one. This is the time. Let's see. Okay, here's the quote. Couples who make it aren't the ones who never had a reason to get divorced. They are simply the ones who decided early on that their commitment to each other was always going to be bigger than their differences and their flaws. I really like that one. Here's one by Paul Tillich. The first duty of love is to listen. <laughs> so that reminds me of another marriage counselor joke. So the marriage counselor, do you enjoy talking to each other? The couple, oh, we enjoy talking to each other, all right. The problem is listening to each other. 
And that's so true. And I would say probably 80% or more of the couples I work with in my office, they're really good at talking at each other, but not very good at listening. Listening is a key for success. It's good to have your turn, though. And that's part of the coordination in equalizing the relationship is making sure that you each have a turn to talk and you each take a turn to listen. Here's from the website fiercemarriage.com. A husband and wife may disagree on many things, but they must absolutely, absolutely agree on this, to never, ever give up. I love that quote. Darlene Schacht, S-C-H-A-C-H-T, says, True love doesn't happen by accident. It's deliberate. It's intentional. It's purposeful. And in the end, it's worth it. If we have that dedication, it is worth it. Here's one by Jennifer Smith. Do everything you can to preserve and protect love so that it endures forever. This next one is my thought. What habits do you do and what do you need to do that helps preserve and protect your marriage? Example would be to pray with your spouse every day. The research shows going on a date each week is a habit of the best of the best marriages. Here's a quote from Mother Teresa. If we really want to love, we must learn how to forgive. So here's one from Zig Ziglar. We cannot start over, but we can begin now and make a new ending. Along with that making a new beginning and new ending, we can't begin, but we can make a new ending by beginning now. And the way I often share that in my office is divorce the old habits now and begin and renew your commitment so that you can work and achieve the ending, lifelong improvement of marriage. Okay, so another one is, this is unknown. When I tell you I love you, I don't say it out of habit or to make conversation. I say it to remind you that you're the best thing that ever happened to me. So that's a great one. Another unknown, a great marriage doesn't happen because of the love you had in the beginning, but how well you continue building love until the end. Here's one from Mark Gorman. Marriage isn't about winning, it's about lasting. Another unknown, every woman deserves a man who loves and respects her, and every man deserves a woman who appreciates his efforts. That's good. Success in marriage is less about doing the big things than it is about doing those little things day after day. Real love is when you are completely committed to someone, even when they are being completely unlovable. So those are commitments, and commitments what makes marriage work. There's one by Vivian Green. Life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning how to dance in the rain. Never get tired of doing little things for your spouse. Sometimes those little things occupy the biggest part of their heart. And here's one by Drs. Les and Leslie Perot. Happy marriages are built on dreaming together. And that's part of what the Gottmans say as essential as dreaming together. Another one by the Perot's. Gratitude is the fastest road to happiness in marriage. Scott Stanley says, Commitment is making a choice to give up other choices. Jerry Cook, Love is seeking to act for the other person's highest good. 
and a Turkish proverb, no road is long with good company. Another one unknown is choose your love, then love your choice. This next one by Frank Pittman, common courtesy plays a big role in happy marriages. People who are permanently married are polite to one another. They don't want to hurt one another's feelings and they don't try to make the other one feel humiliated. People who are married for life are extremely kind to one another. This one is from uh, article Shall We Dance in 2004. Why is it that people get married? Because we need a witness to our lives. There's a billion people on the planet. What does any one life really mean? But in marriage, you're promising to care about everything. The good things, the bad things, the terrible things, the mundane things. All of it, all the time, every day. You're saying, your life will not go unnoticed because I will notice it. Your life will not go unwitnessed because I will be your witness. That was uh, really brought out in a couple I worked with yesterday, um, working on some different issues. But as a couple, they've been together just a couple years. And as I asked them, what are some of the things they really appreciate about each other? The woman shared that she really appreciates that her husband will listen to her random sharings. And he was nodding his head and she was saying, yeah, it's really random. Like when we're driving down the road, we will talk about the post or the fence or that cow out in the field or the clouds or the line. Why is there a line on the middle of the highway? and how that helps or doesn't help. So just so many random things. It's, it was a lot of fun for them to share. With that, Diane Soul, S-O-L-L-E-E, says, the most important marriage skill is listening to your partner in a way that can, they can't possibly doubt that you love them. This one's from Mark Twain. To get the full value of joy, you must have someone to divide it with. Unknown, one of the nicest things you can say to your partner, if I had to do it all over again, I'd choose you again. Another one by Dave Willis. Love your spouse with everything you've got. Don't take shortcuts. Don't settle for just coasting by. The road ahead may be difficult at times, but you will get through anything if you choose to face it together. Have faith and never give up on each other. And that's a commitment for success. And this one I really like as well by Mignon McLaughlin. A successful marriage requires falling in love many times, always with the same person. All right, so there's more, and that's all I'll share on that as far as quotes. So I'm now going to transition. I'm excited to share some jokes. These are a few of the jokes that I'd like to share and some of them are funny and some of them are really funny in my opinion of course the humor of that here's a, a limerick by madeline began kane it's called my confession i'm married but still like to date it's good for my marriage no great now don't be perturbed or concerned or disturbed the fellow i date is my mate so that's a good limerick. Here's one of my favorite poems. 
about marriage. The source is either an old Indian poem or a Chinese poem. I'm not certain where it came from, but it's titled Nice Night in June. Nice night in June, stars shine, big moon, in park, on betch, with girl, in clench, me say, me love, me smart, me fast, never let chance pass. Get married, she say, me say, okay. Wedding bell, ring, ring, honeymoon, everything. Married life, happy man, happy wife. Another night in June, star shine, big moon, ain't happy, no more. Carry baby, walk floor, wife mad, she fuss, me bad, me cuss. Nagging wife, brawling bat, life one, big spat. Me realize at last, me too, blooming fast. Anyway, I think that's funny because we fall in love, we get married, and then the reality settles in, and marriage becomes more work than we ever imagined it to be. But it's how we learn and grow and become more mature and learn to live with greater love as we serve our wife, our spouse, as we serve our children and teach our children, hopefully, some good examples. That's, that's just a fun perspective on marriage and family life. So a son says to his father, how much does it cost to get married, dad? The father, I don't know, son. I'm still paying for it. And that's certainly true with kids. <laughs> Another son, is it true, dad? I heard that in ancient China, a man doesn't know his wife until he marries. Father, that happens everywhere, son, everywhere. Married life is full of excitement and frustration. And that is true. We never really know ourselves or our spouse when we get married. It's a lifelong journey to learn and learn and learn. So here's some perspective. In the first year of marriage, the man speaks and the woman listens. In the second year, the woman speaks and the man listens. In the third year, they both speak and the neighbors listen. Is it true that love is blind, but marriage is definitely an eye-opener? Marriage is love. Love is blind. Therefore, marriage is an institution for the blind. So there's some sarcasm around marriage because sometimes it's more difficult and often more difficult than we have anticipated. And so with a commitment, we work through those and we make it good as well. Okay. Let's see. To keep your marriage brimming with love in the marriage cup, whenever you're wrong, admit it. Whenever you're right, shut up. That's by Nash. So that was good. Many of you may have heard this, but it's a lot of fun. A man is almost about to die. As he lay on his deathbed, the man confided to his wife, I cannot die without telling you the truth. I cheated on you throughout your, our whole marriage. All those nights when I told you I was working late, I was with other women. And not just one woman either. Well, I've slept with dozens of them. His wife looked at him calmly and said, why do you think I gave you the poison? Anyway, so different perspective. There's Ode to Unselfishness by Madeline Began Kane. There's another good one. My husband is great, good as gold, and there's no one more giving, all told. He's benevolent, caring, unselfish, and sharing. Don't believe me? 
he gave me this cold. Marriage is never perfect. We need to relax and work through the difficult times. Here's a touching story of love and marriage. An elderly man lay dying in his bed. In death's agony, he suddenly smelled the aroma of his favorite chocolate chip cookies, wafting up the stairs. He gathered his remaining strength and lifted himself from the bed. Leaning against the wall, he slowly made his way out of the bedroom. With even greater effort, he forced his bony fingers to grab the handrail, and he let himself down the stairs, one stumbling step at a time. With labored breath, he leaned against the doorframe, gazing into the kitchen, were it not for death's agony, he would have thought himself already in heaven. There on the kitchen table, spread out in rows upon wax paper, were literally hundreds of his favorite chocolate chip cookies. Was it heaven? Or is it one final act of heroic love from his devoted wife of 60 years, seeing to it that he left this world a happy man? Mustering one great final effort, he threw himself toward the table, landing on his knees in a rumpled posture. His parched lips were slightly parted. The wondrous taste of the cookie was already in his mouth, seemingly bringing him back to life. The aged and withered hand, driven by one last gritty effort, shakingly made its way towards a cookie at the edge of the table, when it was suddenly smacked with a spatula by his wife. Stay out of those, she said. They're for the funeral. One way to get caught off guard. Reminds me of many cookies. My wife is a great service person. has cooked a lot of cookies. And she does share those, though. Oftentimes, though, the bulk of them go as a service given to others. So lots of fun. It's important to learn how to enjoy marriage. To learn different perspectives. It's important to learn how to enjoy everything. Life is a bowl of, bowl of cherries. You may have heard that. But that sometimes there's a bowl of pits that go along with that too. So part of enjoying marriage is taking the challenging with the good as is life, as in any job. No job's perfect. We all have our challenges. And there's good in every bad and bad in every good. So it's learning to focus and expand that which is good in our consciousness as we learn to enjoy life. Here's a thought. Good thing we have movies for those who don't have good examples. But so movies are good for good examples, although sometimes movies do give us false hopes as to what marriage really is. Often we call those the hallmark movies, and those are good examples of what to strive for. They can be created and they can be that good. The reality is sometimes they are challenging. They can be that good for times, and sometimes they're challenging at times. So overall, Hallmark movies are great in the way that they can be. So here's another quote. My wife, Mary, and I have been married for 47 years, and not once have we had an argument serious enough to consider divorce. Murder, yes, but not divorce, never. So that, that's, I like that. That's great. Here's another quote. Marriage is a bond between a person who never remembers anniversaries and another who never forgets them. So there's a the challenge, and that is a common one for sure. Here's another one. I love being married. It's so great to find one special person you want to annoy for the rest of your life. Yeah, isn't that true? <laughs> it's testing 
your spouse's patience to do that. And that's where love comes in for sure. Here's another one. A good marriage is one where each partner secretly suspects they got the better deal. Yeah, I really like that one. So here's one here. What's the best way to get your husband to remember your anniversary? Get married on his birthday. Huh, that's true. I actually got married four days after my birthday. I, I always remember. I never miss that. But the truth is, at least in my relationship, I'm the one that remembers birthdays and anniversaries, how long we've been married, and how old we each are. I have to remind my wife every year, whether she likes it or not, and how long we've been together. It's been a great, progressive, growing thing. A few more finishing quotes. Mother Teresa, we can do no great things, only small things with great love. And Henry David Thoreau, there is no remedy for love but to love more. And Martin Luther, there is no more lovely, friendly, and charming relationship, communion, or company than a good marriage. Barbara DeAngelis, the real act of marriage takes place in the heart, not in the ballroom or church or synagogue. It's a choice you make, not just on your wedding day, but over and over again. And that choice is reflected in the way you treat your husband or wife. And finally, out of Airman's Odyssey by Antion de Saint-Exupéry. Love does not consist of gazing at each other, but in looking outward toward in the same direction. So that's good teamwork. Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed these quotes and some jokes. We'll do this another time. Thanks for listening today. I hope you find this information and tools helpful. Please subscribe to the podcast channel so you never miss an episode. And be sure to join us next week for more great information. And of course, don't forget to check out my website, communicatinglove.com, for more information and other great resources and videos. Until next week, onward and upward.